This is a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. Go to allthews.3cr.org.au. You're listening to 3CR Community Radio on International Women's Day, streaming live on www.3cr.org.au. Stay tuned all day for Voices of Women. I should be it's gender studies, gender studies, feminist banks, feminist banks, feminist. Happy International Women's Day! International Women's Day! International Women's Day! Happy International Women's Day! Hello! And happy International Women's Day. This is Stinky, and for the next hour, we'll be talking to and about women who support other women in Melbourne's music scene. There's plenty of them out there, but we've only got an hour, so I've managed to track down two women who are instrumental in creating showcases accessible to and for women. So first off, we'll be having a chat with Marilyn Rose, who is the lead singer of Marilyn Rose and the Red Church, and also the creator and founder of Women Who Rock in Melbourne, which is a great initiative. It's a project that uh, provides performance opportunities and showcases for women in Melbourne who rock, as well as uh, we'll be having a chat with Kat O, who is the creator and founder of Music Mamas, yet another project making performance opportunities more accessible to women. But first, let's have a listen to some music. Uh, here's one of my favourite local Melbourne bands. If you ever get a chance to go and see Monkey Grip, please do so. You won't regret it. So here's Monkey Grip with Sorry. I feel myself Patterns on the Oh, I know better now the prince won't hang But I still don't know How to stop 
welcome back to Supporting Our Sister's Songs with Stinky. And we were just listening to Sorry by Monkey Grip. We're having a chat now to Marilyn Rose, who is the creator of Women Who Rock in Melbourne, as well as the amazing front person for Marilyn Rose and the Red Church. Marilyn, welcome to 3CR. Happy International Women's Day. Thank you. Happy International Women's Day to you too. Thanks. So for our listeners uh, who don't know, tell us a little bit about your project, Women Who Rock in Melbourne? Well, I started it about two to three years ago um, because I generally felt from my own personal experience the difficulties of being seen, heard and recognised as a woman in the Melbourne music industry. I came up with a vision that for all women support each other in our industry that we can create a thriving community to flourish in. So I started with a Facebook group. It started off there. So now it's got about 1,300 members at the present and keeps on growing. Great. And hopefully after this interview, there'll be more people jumping on to your fantastic project. So you already touched on it a little bit about why you started the project. So what are some of your experiences of carving out a space for women in what is usually a male-dominated area? Well, in the two years that I've been doing it, I've been putting together Women Who Rock in Melbourne events, showcasing the talent of Melbourne performers. Uh, One was a fundraiser for domestic violence. In that time, I've also studied their radio announcer course because in my vision for Women Who Rock in Melbourne, it's really important to have a bigger voice than what I already have. And a community radio show would enable me to do that. Also, in that time, I've been really lucky to co-host two Women Who Rock in Melbourne specials on Southern FM with the host, Tarina Lee, of Upper Bracket. And I'll have a third show coming up in March for that as well. Carving it out has really been a slow revolution and a slow evolution. I find nothing happens very quickly. (laughs) The project is still a seed, really. And it has the opportunity to grow into something really fabulous and unique for women in music. I'm hoping in 2019 that I will be finding the right support and maybe looking at some grants to grow the project. There's so much potential here and there's so much talent in Melbourne to be heard that doesn't get heard. I need a bigger voice. (laughs) And I'm not going to give up until I find it. Oh, that's great. You're quite right. It is really important. And there is, there's so many women in Melbourne who rock and just getting the opportunity to experience some of the talent that's floating around. It's not always easy because lineups are often dominated by men. Yeah. Or if the events for women emerging that are really great and wonderful, but there are already women who are floating around on the cream of the mm. coffee. Mm. And we just need more opportunity for women coming up. And that's what I really hope to enable. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's a great project. We're going to have a listen now to one of your songs from Marilyn Rose and the Red Church called Hurting. Can you tell us a little bit about this song? Yes. I wrote the song about two years ago and I was really lucky to record it with my friend Henry Hugo. But it's a song about women that are victims of domestic violence. I've been a victim of domestic violence myself in the past, not in the present, thank goodness. Mm-hmm. And I know that it is a it is something that affects so many women 
in our community. So I wrote this song about it, and basically the biggest word of it is that it's got to stop, and you'll hear that in the song. Great. We're going to have a listen to uh, Marilyn Rose and the Red Church, and here is Hurting. You have left me black 
And we were just listening to Marilyn Rose and the Red Church and Hurting. So Marilyn is the creator of Women Who Rock in Melbourne, a great project that's, again, women supporting women in this male-dominated music area. So what events do you have coming up? I have two events coming up in the same weekend at Swampland at the end of March. first one will be held on the Friday night, the 29th of March under the banner of Women Who Rock in Melbourne. And on that night, we'll be having DJ Lilith Nirvana and our acts will be Gemma Nicole, mm-hmm. Holly Arabella, the Bambi Kills and the band Noir. And it will continue on the Sunday, the March 31st at 4pm. And so far for that day, we have Dream Polaroid, uh, the debut of the band Dangerous, which is the uh, band of Cassandra Hope Macaulay that used to be in Cash. And we also have Death of Art on the bill, Marilyn Rose and the Red Shirt, and the band User with female guests. And that will be with DJ Squid Inc. And it's going to be her debut as a DJ. They'll both be great events. They're both $10 on the door. Whereabouts are they? They're at Swampland, which is on um, High Street in Thornbury. It used to be Tago Mago. Well, they sound like great events. Uh, what's been your experience, you know, trying to get venues for your project? Have you found there's um, been, been support or has there been resistance? I'm very lucky that as soon as I had this idea, I had Swamplands on board and the booker there, Claire Bly, really putting herself forward to help me out. And they've been faithful to me in the just over 12 months of doing this event. I have tried once or twice to go out of that venue, but I was offered like Thursday night and things Mm. like that, which don't really suit an event of this type. So Mm. I just very graciously said, thanks, but no thanks. We really need a, women deserve a big night in a venue, not a Thursday night when not many people are going to come out. Yeah, it's interesting, so, isn't it? It's almost like, oh, well, it's just a novelty thing, so I'll just put it on a on a not a big night, you know. It yeah. must be frustrating. I would really like to bring it Southside as well, uh-huh. but I just haven't had the, felt the right time or had the opportunity to do that. But it's not that it's not on the agenda, but I've also been working on the Women Who Rock in Melbourne radio show. Maybe once that gets going and I have that bigger voice, people might be more willing to come to the party for me. They only really get interested in what women are up to when it's going to make them some money. Yes, (laughs) yes. How can people get in touch with Women Who Rock in Melbourne, like, or get on the lineup, or get in touch with you or offer their support? Um, We have a Facebook group that's free for everyone to join, which is called Women Who Rock in Melbourne, so that's easy to find. Um, I've just recently started up the Instagram page for it in a big way, so anyone can follow Women Who Rock in Melbourne on Instagram and private message me if they want to get involved or offer help any way whatsoever. I do most of the work all by myself. Wow. So anyone who can help me out and offer some grand assistance would be greatly appreciated. 
Yeah, and get involved in the community. That's one of the thing, reasons I wanted to have you on the show today was because the show I'm doing is about women supporting women in music. And so if there's any women out there who would like to uh, help Marilyn out with this great project, do get in touch. What advice would you give to women who want to play music? My advice would be to dream big. Don't wait for things to happen for you. Create your own environment within the music industry. Don't listen to all the negativity that goes on around you. There's so much negativity. I have to put earmuffs on mm. because I can't be a part of what I want to do. Only want I, if I want to build this and make it, I have to make it. I have to be absolutely positive mm. in every part of it, and also have a goal and believe in, in it and stick to it mm. and network. <laughs> network with other women. And support other women and yeah. you'll definitely get somewhere. It can happen. Yeah. that's a, It's a big thing, um, supporting other women. It's not just about getting on the lineup, but it's going in and enjoying the whole lineup too. Yes. Yeah. It's going to shows. It's going to shows, supporting on social media, sharing other people's music, doing anything you can. And, yeah, it's it's that easy, really. It's, it's not that hard to offer support. Well, look, I'd just like to say on behalf of the uh, women who do rock in Melbourne, thank you for creating this project, for getting it together, for, for giving an opportunity for women to have a voice. It's really important and it's really valued. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. It's my pleasure. Just to give those gig details again, that's Friday the 29th of March at Swampland is the first showcase and the next showcase is the Sunday, the 31st of March at Swamplands again on High Street in Thornbury. Well, thanks so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Uh, have you got any plans for the rest of International Women's Day? I'll probably be putting some work into this show that's coming up and I'll also be putting some work into the next radio show that's coming up at Southern FM later on in the month. Thanks again for all your effort and thanks, thank you for supporting the women in music in Melbourne. It's greatly appreciated and anyone out there who would like to lend a hand, do get in touch with Marilyn Rose. So uh, happy International Women's Day, Marilyn. Happy International Women's Day. Thank you. Hi, this is Kat O from the Kat O Army and Music Mamas, and you're listening to Melbourne's Voice of Descent 3CR Community Radio broadcast at 8.55 on the AM dial, streaming live at 3cr.org.au and available in Melbourne on 3CR Digital. This is Marilyn Rose of Women Who Rock in Melbourne and you're listening to 24 Hours of Women's Voices on International Women's Day on 3CR. You want to talk about history? Let's stop pretending that feminism is a short blip in the history of political struggles. The feminism you know may be the one that has been dominated by white, middle-class, middle-left politics of the liberal mainstream media. I'm talking about the feminism of Commandante Yolanda, of Asada Shakur and Leila Khaled and Truganini, of Ulrich Meinhof, Angela Davis and Arundhati Roy. 
of Marilyn Buck and Marie Mason, Rote Zora, Mujeres Liberes, and Pulin Devi and the woman Bagi Dakois of India's Chamba Ravines. Today on International Women's Day, inspired by the tradition of our militant sisters, and on every day, always on 3CR Radio, 855am, 3CR Digital, and 3cr.org.au, we bring you transgender, transracial, transborder class war against a sexist, racist, homophobic, capitalist system. Our inspiration comes from the actions of feminists who have helped self-identified women reach revolutionary consciousness. At 3CR, our feminism is revolutionary. Welcome to International Women's Day on 3CR. We're going to have a chat with Kat O of Music Mamas, the organiser and founder of Music Mamas. Hi, Kat. Welcome to 3CR. Happy International Women's Day. You too. Um, thanks for having me. Very welcome. First, a little bit about you. You've been playing music for a while. Tell us, what made you first pick up a guitar or start writing and singing? I think sort of the, in the late 90s, especially into kind of like the 90s was an amazing time, I think, for women in music. There was just a um, resurgence of fantastic kind of grunge, pop, all sorts of stuff. And I guess that was like a really big influence that sort of time. Well, for me, like I, I started playing as a teenager at school. Yep. I always wonder how people stumble across their instruments. You play guitar, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so how do you stumble across guitar? Well, I started when I was younger, I started mucking around with drums, but I think with guitar, it was kind of like, because I had a lot of, you know, heroes and then sort of growing up with amazing female fronted bands and they're playing guitar, just trying to emulate them, I suppose. But once I started to play guitar, I realised that I could write songs. So then the two, I had guitar lessons, but then I kind of stopped doing the lessons because every time I'd play, I'd write a song. And of course, at the beginning, they were terrible, <laughs> but I just kept kept at it, I suppose. But it was a hobby, and I enjoyed doing it. So yeah, and you've yeah. been playing for a while. So what are some of the projects you've been? Yeah, part of? so probably the early two thousands, I was known for a band called KTV that was doing quite well at that time. We supported um, Killing Heidi while they were number one in Australia. We had some uh, cool gigs. That kind of went on to some other bands. Cathematics was another one I was known for. That went for seven years. And then a few other kind of projects here and there. And at the moment, I've got the Cat O Army, which is my latest band, which is built around the new songs I'm, I'm writing these days. So, yeah, there's been a bit of a transformation over the years. And what's been your experience of performing or getting a foot in the door in what has generally been a male-dominated space? Yeah, that's a really good question because the, the band I was talking about, KTV, were like, it was all boys, but... Um, I think, I think I've, I mean, I've read some horror stories and I know people that have gone through terrible things. I think I've been pretty lucky. Like, for instance, I had those boys and they, they looked after me and perhaps shielded me. I was, you know, younger at the time. And I would say within my bands, apart from the odd member here and there, which kind of were uh, slightly unsavoury, I'd say the people in my bands were usually good people and good stock, I suppose. My main issues were sometimes with sound engineers. Like, for instance, not so much these days, because these days I think, you know, things are a little bit different, but say, you know, 10-odd years ago, or not even that, actually, having a band at the time was two guys, two girls, and basically the, the engineer would not speak to me or the other woman. That happened a few times. So there was that. And, of course, uh, the old music store cliche where you walk in and they, with a male friend, 
who's also in your band and they think you're a couple and they talk to the guy about guitars and say, <laughs> are you bored? And, you know, stuff like that. Which, But then I would just fire away. Like, that's, that probably still happens, but that's kind of the main sort of stuff. Yeah. So you were saying when you first started writing, there was lots of inspiring females. So who are some of your influences and inspirations? Yeah, well, I think um, Hole, definitely, Courtney Love. I've got a song called Courtney Love. So I, that's think we'll a... be, I think we're going to be listening to that very shortly. <laughs> well, actually. yeah, awesome. That, that's perfect. Yeah, women like that. And also I'm a huge fan uh, since I was a kid of um, Blondie, uh, Deborah Harry. I mean, these days, Against Me, there are so many... There's yeah, heaps, yeah. There are, there yeah. are. You know, unfortunately, I suppose, um, from a mainstream perspective, there weren't so many, but yeah, um, yeah. underground, there are just yeah. so many amazing women um, yeah. forging, forcibly carving female spaces in yeah. male-dominated areas. Yeah, that's Like true. Bikini Kill and stuff. Yeah, know? of course, of yeah, course, fans yeah. like that, yeah. 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 Okay, so now let's have a listen to a track from the Caddo Army. Here's Courtney Love. Courtney, I love your attitude. Have so much gratitude for why you did for me. And Courtney, I wish I had met you back when you were so cool and not into movies. Back to celebrating our sister's songs with Stinky. Yeah, we were just listening to the Cat O Army with Courtney Love. We're back now talking with Cat O herself. So I'd like the listeners to know a little bit about your current project, Music yep. Mamas. So tell us about Music Mamas. 
Okay, so basically Music Mamas started in 2016, so I've been going for a few years now. It sort of came about, I, I have a daughter who just turned six, so she started school last year. So at the time she was three, and having uh, performed for, you know, quite a while and everything, I got, you know, inundated, you know, with all the shows the kids watch, you know, all the kids' shows and the music, and it can be a bit annoying. So I just had this idea that it would be great if she was like, because with me growing up, I was obsessed with music, but I had no avenue. I wanted to be a musician since I was like 10, but I didn't know anyone. My parents didn't know anyone. They weren't musical, so I was very isolated. Um, so with her, it was kind of like I want her to um, experience um, singer-songwriters playing their own stuff in a family-friendly environment where it's safe and it's fun and kids can just have fun and listen to other stuff as opposed to the wiggles. So it was really mm. just, I suppose it started out as a selfish endeavour, <laughs> like in order to just get her to, you know, listen to, to my stuff <laughs> and then it just grew. Yeah, and so you have regular events at mainstream venues. Yeah, yeah. And how was the concept received by or supported by venues or, or was it not? Yeah, well, actually, it was um, the Brunswick Hotel, um, which unfortunately has, hasn't been around for about a year due to um, an incident mm. with, uh, with that fire. fire ex- yeah, fire hydrant, which is just <laughs> crazy. Um, but that was the venue that gave me my first shot because I actually played, I played a, a family-friendly gig in the beer garden when Shay was, my daughter Shay was two and brought her along. And two-year-olds, for anyone who doesn't know, they're, they're very unstable. They're kind of like <laughs> little drunk people. They're like, you just don't know what they're going to do. So my partner and I brought her, and um, she was fantastic. It was the first time she saw me play. I was playing acoustic. It wasn't loud. She was sort of jumping on the stage and all that. It gave me the idea. I contacted the Brunswick Hotel, and I had a name for it. And but the name I had was I, was, I remember saying to my partner that it's kind of like the concept is music mamas. It's music, and then I realised I was saying the name, which is funny because sometimes when you have the name, you don't realise. I talked to Frankie from the Brunswick Hotel. I said, this is my idea, you know, family friendly, this, that, the other beer garden. And he was like, yep, let's do it. And it's great. As you say, family friendly, they're afternoon affairs. So it's yep. not like you have to keep the kids out till the middle of the night or anything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a really helpful concept for a lot of people, I suppose. Well, a lot of parents, you know, who want to still be able to play. Yeah, and, yeah, but just can't, you know, do the nighttime thing. Yeah, exactly. And there are musician parents, of course, as well, who, you know, who, who, you know, they have to take their kids to kid, for, you know, kid, kids, kids, music and stuff like that. But this way, they get to. It's at, a, you know, at, at a licensed venue, but it's during the day they can have a beer. The kids can have apple juice. It's safe, and the parents get to just enjoy, you know, singer songwriters, local musicians, and I also have a huge tub of toy musical instruments at the front. We have balloons. The kids kind of grab stuff and, and have a play, so it's kind of interactive as well. Great, yeah. Great. Historically, finding and creating safe spaces for women, queer, non-binary, and children. Uh, within mainstream venues has proven difficult. Have you had any experience of dealings with these issues? I, I don't think so because I think I, because I'd been playing with my you know different bands and over the years and kind of in different venues because of the, my experience I kind of knew which venues I should approach and the Brunswick Hotel is fantastic like it's kind of like queer friendly it's like it's a cool place you know there's no problem there 
And the other venue we were at recently, we had a residency at The Rev in Footscray, who unfortunately... Yeah. I know. About to close, yeah, yeah, really soon. So they gave us a residency in October, which I think really helped because we were there every Sunday. Um, and the retreat too. So they're kind of the, the, the big ones, plus there are smaller ones um, in between here and there. I make sure they're inclusive. And we've had male, female and non-binary performers as well. Um, and we, we tell them that, you know, it's a safe place and everything like that. So it's up to me to scout the venues and to just sort of make sure that that's, they're on the same page. So I actually haven't had issues. Okay. And also because of the fact they're during the day between the time periods of, say, 2 to 6, 3 to 7, like there's no idiots. You know, yeah. there's none of those, you know, people like come midnight. And, you know, I played pl- plenty of uh, uh, gigs with my band at night, obviously, and there's the drunk people and the people that just stand a bit too close to you and, you know, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And it's like, that, there's none of that. So it's, yeah. kind of, it's just, it is safe. It's really nice. Would you be playing out in the beer garden at the, at, at the retreat? No, we were actually, we've been in the main room. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we've done two there and um, looking at getting, uh, doing, going back there in winter this year. But we've had the main room and that's been great. Like mm. we've packed the main room. Yeah, it's, it's just kind of worked really well, yeah. You already touched on it, but who performs at Music Mamas? Uh, who are some of the people who you've had? Um, we've had like over, I actually counted this last night, we've had almost 40 different performers wow. since September 2016 is when it started. So some of the um, more well-known names we've had are um, Hanny J, Rusted Tongue, Igor Mont, Sarah Eda, Rory Storm, myself, and many, many others. So, so yeah, so basically just um, I have a, a pretty big network of people to ask and there are more sort of art, artists coming all the time as well. Mm. And they're all sort of acoustic-based artists? They are. They are acoustic. We, we try to, uh, the main things with Music Mamas is that it can't be like really too loud. Mm. So we do have drums, but we, we make sure that the drummer isn't really loud. Mm. Obviously, no loud rock bands. It's kind of a acoustic based and we make sure there's no swearing mm. so that that can be hard sometimes yeah. you know but yeah that's sort of <laughs> that's important I, yeah <laughs> it's a big consideration because you know I can name on one hand how many songs of mine don't have swearing in yeah. them yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay so let's have a listen to an artist who's been on one of the music mama's lineup here's uh, Sarah Eda with Pagans on Fire
Back to supporting our sister's songs with Stinky. Uh, we were just listening to Sarah Eda with Pagans on Fire. Sarah's been on the lineup of Music Mamas, and we're chatting with Kat O, who's the organizer, creator, founder of Music Mamas. So, how can listeners find out more about Music Mamas or contact you or find out when the next show is? So, basically, we have got Facebook, so it's Mamas is spelled M A M A S. So, there's a lot of different spellings, but that's the way we spell it. So, just Music Mamas, also Instagram as well and we have just a good old-fashioned email which is musicmamasaustralia at gmail.com so that's the 
place to contact us. Yep. So when is the next show and where will it be? Who's on the lineup? Okay, so um, Sunday, March the 24th, which is in about a month, at Open Studio in Northcote. That's our first gig at Open Studio. It starts at 2.30pm. I'm going to be playing. We've also got Sammy Lee C and Thomas Alwyn and Jaquella, who are a duo. It's free entry. Uh, some of the most of the gigs are free entry, and sometimes, like for instance, at this one, we'll have a tip jar, which can just you know people can just put in a bit of money to go to the acts, yeah, just to support the artists. Uh, so that's the twenty fourth of March at Open Studio in Northcote. That's our next one. Making it free makes it a lot more accessible to people, I guess. But you know, as you say, it's always nice to be able to offer the performers something. But I think, for, especially with um, projects like this, people would be happy to offer their their time just to be part of it. Yeah, and also at the larger venues, there are guarantees and there are all there is you know payment. So it's kind of depends. But I do like to like the artists to at least get something. But with I mean with the the venues and everything like it's always different with with that sort of thing but yeah yeah okay so let's have a listen to another one of the artists that's been featured at music mamas here's hanny j with days felt like years
welcome back to Supporting Our Sisters Songs with Stinky. And we were just listening to Hanny J with Days Felt Like Years. And Hanny J, of course, has been another amazing female artist who's been on the lineup at Music Mamas. And we're talking to the founder of Music Mamas, Kat O. What's next for Music Mamas? Like, <laughs> yeah. where do you want it to go from here? It's on its like third year, but just had a two year anniversary September last year. So I, I kind of want to build it into like I had a I've I've had jobs, I've had many jobs, but when our daughter was born, I became a stay at home parent. Um, my partner was working, so that kind of took me out of the job industry. And you know, I've been looking for work for a while, so it's kind of like I just want to uh, start to turn it into a business because it's my passion. Kids and music are my two passions. So basically, I'm turning into a business so I can perform at kids' parties or childcare or kinders, places like that. I have working with children check. Um, I have uh, I've written kids songs. I have a bunch of kids songs. I have my own kid-friendly songs, and I have covers stuff like "Let It Go" from Frozen. And it would be like solo acoustic. And I have my tub of toys, and basically just. Yeah, start to perform at places, yeah, as as music mamas. And I, I imagine it'd be difficult to write kids songs. Because kids, you know, aren't you know, they're not stupid. How do you how do you feel about writing with kids? Well songs? well I think it was it was when uh, Shay was really little and as a parent you just find that you just that you become a parrot because you say the same things all the time. Like, for instance, you know, don't eat it because every, yeah, yeah, and that's one of the songs. So it's like they put everything in their mouth and it's like everything because they're tiny and they just like, and that's the choking hazard because they just up until probably two or, more, or you know, before two and even at two, they put stuff in their mouth. So I just found I kept saying it. So I just wrote, don't eat it. The other one is um, watch your fingers. It's like, watch your fingers. It's like, oh, there's the cupboard door. There's the, and you're just watching them constantly about to hit everything. Sounds terrifying. So, I know. So that's the other one. And be careful on the stairs. That's the other one. And really, it was just from repeating these these words. And I've got like yeah, three or four, which are just which I think parents will relate to because it's like yep, yep, yeah, totally. It's funny. I'm just imagining the kids. So they go along, feel like they're being lectured all day by their parents. Yeah. <laughs> But as long as it's got a jaunty tune, I'm sure they'll be happy to sing along. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So if people do want to contact Kat, you can contact Music Mamas at musicmamasaustralia at gmail.com. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So now just one last thing. Yep. What advice would you give to women who were starting out to play music now? Yeah, I was thinking about that. And I mean, the thing that came to my head instantly was don't give up. And I think a lot of women give up. For various reasons. I mean, there can be, you know, some bad things that happen, obviously. But also, I mean, the the stats like with APRA, how there are hardly any female songwriters compared to male songwriters. Whereas, like, when they're studying, it's kind of level, but then women just drop off. So, so that they don't know. It's like, you know, why does this happen? I think guys just, yeah, they just keep going, going, going. And I think uh, women uh, and girls seem to give up earlier and they end up doing something else and maybe they don't end up following their passions. So I think uh, with me, I was always driven and I've had periods where I haven't done music, but I've kind of, like, I didn't know anyone else in school who wanted to be in a band or be a singer. So I was, like, isolated, so I just had to keep going. And I'm one of these people, like, uh, I'm a lifer. I'm never going to give up, okay? I just keep doing it. And there are other, you know, girls and women out there. So the most important thing is there are setbacks... 
things aren't going to go to plan. And the other thing I've realised lately with not giving up is sometimes your dream, which could be, you know, you want to be like, I wanted to be Deborah Harry. Like, I want to be, obviously, I'm never going to be Deborah Harry because Deborah Harry is Deborah Harry and I'm me. But what, what happens is as you continue your journey through life, like you, you kind of change paths and even though you might not become this rock star, like for instance, a few years ago, I would never imagine I would have done Music Mamas, right? I didn't even imagine I would have a kid. Yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah. and that could be my thing, but I didn't realise at the time. So you could kind of have a few kind of twists and turns, but still end up doing music but not the way you thought you were going to do it so yeah just don't give up like Mm. just and and also have a supportive network around you who just support you and get rid of the people that say you can't do it. Yeah, that's a, that's a big one too. And I think Music Mamas proves that, you know, because one of the reasons I know that uh, a lot of the women I've played with in the past have stopped playing is because they become parents. Yes. And yes. Um, Music Mamas proves that, you know, that doesn't have to be the end of your musical career, you know. Yeah. Like there are options out there. You can still keep playing. You yeah. can you can still keep creating and make a positive contribution to music in your community. Yeah, that's exactly right. Because And we've had some um, mums play who have had children, have had a bit of a break and contacted me and said, you know, my daughter's one, I'd like to play. And they're amazing. And now they're kind of part of our little roster. And that's exactly right because you don't have to give up. And, and, in, and in fact, kids inspire you. And that's the thing about it. It shouldn't be like, oh, you know, well, okay, I've had a kid and goodbye music career. It's just the beginning. Great. Look, Kat, thanks so much for your time today. Thanks for having me. You know, I think it's especially important on International Women's Day that we consider these things, you know, because, and and that message of um, don't give up, it's it's really important. It's not just lip service. You're living proof that, you know, music and creativity doesn't end at motherhood. That's That's right. That's for sure. That's right. So thanks for your time today and happy International Women's Day. Yeah, you too. Thank you, Dave. with uh, supporting our sister's songs with Stinky on International Women's Day. And uh, I'd just like to say a big thank you to Marilyn Rose and to Cato, who've both uh, given us their time today. And a thank you to all the women out there who support other women in music and make it possible for us to keep creating. So I'll just reiterate some of those gig details. Music Mamas, which is accessible to parents and kids, will be having a showcase on Sunday, March the 24th, at Open Studios in Northcote. It starts at 2 in the afternoon, so it's all very accessible and family friendly and then Women Who Rock in Melbourne will be having two showcases both at Swamplands which is in High Street in Thornbury the first will be on Friday the 29th of March and then another showcase on Sunday the 31st of March and yes they're both at Swamplands in High Street in Thornbury I would also like to tell you about another event that Kat O is putting on Um, it's a 
benefit for one of our native bat species and I'll be playing there but uh, along with many many others and uh, that will be on the 4th of May at Bombay Rock which is on Sydney Road in Brunswick so on the 4th of May is the bat benefit that Caddo is putting together once again I'd like to thank everyone for being with us today and we're going to finish with a classic today Uh, I'm stinky I'll continue to be stinky and I'm going to leave you with X-Ray Specs whose wonderful front woman was polystyrene may she rest in peace here's my mind is like a plastic bag happy International Women's Day to everybody
You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.